And away we go. Welcome. What was that? That was my butt. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Relatively Subjective. I'm Woo! talking to the microphone Ooh, now. Sorry. Um, welcome. Um, I'm George. <laughs> I am David, We're and cousins. this is, and we are cousins, and our thoughts about movies are subjective. We're relatively are subjective. Relatively subjective. Yes. We're going to be talking about a. Um, a movie today. A movie today, like we do every week. <laughs> Sometimes, most of the time. Uh, some, most of the time. Um, and uh, thanks for being with us. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So, uh, Peace be with you. Uh, today's episode is on Spider-Man Far From Home. So uh, full spoiler alert ahead yes. if you haven't seen it and want to know everything about it, but using your eyes and not your ears, don't listen to this podcast. Go watch the movie, but you'll also have to use your ears for that because it's a movie. It's a movie. Unless you are hearing impaired. In which case, read to your heart's content. Yes. And you're probably not listening to this if you are, right? I mean... That's true. I don't think we have that much outreach where the deaf community is like, have you heard this podcast? They're like, no, I can't. You can't either, (laughs) Gerald. All right. Anyway, all right. But before before we do that, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. Yes. So, George... Let's what have start, you been watching? Why don't we walking? start about, uh, like, we watched this together. We watched episode three of the new season of Black Mirror together we did. the last time we were we, That here. is true. Uh, very cool. Definitely the best one of the new season. I don't know if you finally got the, seen you the, other watched two. the other two. No. But that's definitely my opinion. I think that this episode was the best one. It was the one that technology affected the characters the most and felt more like a black mirror episode yeah. than anything else I, even even in me though i mean for me i don't i didn't even think it was that good of an episode in general it's, that just goes to show you how this season yeah. was it's kind of that sucks yeah. yeah i know um but if, i thought it was if, interesting yeah you know if you haven't so if you haven't seen it it's basically a new virtual reality video game where you plug into your your face and you basically become the character yeah and then what's the first thing that they do they have sex yeah um just you and your buddy you and your buddy just going on live having sex yep and then one's weird out about it and the other one's like it's awesome and but then, then they actually meet in real person and they kiss and they're just like nope yeah only in the game yep which i think is weird um but is it hey though? i i don't have that technology You've never experienced so that virtual reality say. yeah um so then at the end it turns out that him the main character and his wife give each other a day a month or a day a year i don't yeah, know it's right, never yeah. really explained to kind of just be single future um, arrangements yeah well i mean yeah. that's not really that future arrangement but uh it's a thing i not feel really pe- people like do it's arrangements done in the future yeah 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 uh gotcha hopefully they interesting. Uh, come out with a new um, season and it's better than this yeah one. i was gonna say it was interesting but i don't think it was very black mirror yeah it was kind of just like cool yeah <laughs> it's like this is a thing we can do okay let's play go. the game guys stop <clears throat> fucking each other seriously this game looks awesome it Why does would you do this but also fuck if you want i don't care i don't know i kind of feel like if if that were real like if you could embody any character from like tekken or street fighter or mortal Kombat and shit i think that'd be awesome yeah i wouldn't fuck i would actually fight. which mortal Kombat character would you fuck which mortal Kombat wouldn't i fuck ah goro no, you'd fuck Goro. Probably. Yeah. He's got four hands. Yeah, they're big. He's a big yeah, guy. He's like he eight is. feet tall. It also depends on how big his dick is. Yeah, probably huge. It's probably got a hammer. I don't know. All, he, all it's got is covering is that little loincloth. Anyway, you that's not know. what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about virtual dicks. We're here to talk about what we've been watching. Have you watched Would virtual else? dicks... I don't, they, don't, they don't, like, program virtual dicks. How, how do they have reproductive systems in the video game? 
they, they don't. never de- they never describe that. Well, they probably do in the future. There wouldn't ha- there wouldn't be any holes. I'm sure that they render holes in the future. Whatever. Not now. No holes now. No holes. Holes future. No. Everybody's a Ken doll. David, let's talk about what you've been watching. <laughs> No hole talk. No hole talk. All right, we'll save that for another episode. Yes. <laughs> Favorite uh, holes in movies. <laughs> <laughs> holes from Disney's holes. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, any movies with black holes? Yep. Um, uh, Interstellar. Perfect. Biggest hole. Biggest hole in cinematic history. Uh, plot holes. There's a lot of plot holes. There's a lot of plot holes and a lot of movies. Dark Knight has a lot of plot that holes. That would be a pretty cool episode yeah. if we talk about big plot holes. Anyway. Well, there was something <clears throat> good came out of this. <laughs> plot hole episode. Plot All right. Episode. Yeah, coming soon. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What have I been watching? Um, I feel like I watched a movie recently, but I cannot remember you what it was. You didn't write it down, David. I did not. Or did I put it on the Relatively Subjective Facebook page? I hope it did. Was that a plug or did you just like... You're hoping that you did. I'm hoping that I did. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I don't remember. But if you do want to see what we're watching, we post it now on the Relatively Subjective Facebook page. Yep. Or at least I do. I, I mean, I, I try. I'm not yeah. so good with the social medias and Twitters. <laughs> and the social media. But I'll try um, to be better, I promise. <clears throat> so, yeah, here we go. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's go to our posts. Um, if you are not, if you don't like us on uh, social media on Relatively Subjective, please do. Do it. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Uh, and it's a good thing. Uh, nope, I have not posted anything on, actually, that's not true. I haven't, I have posted, just not movies. Okay. Um. But anything come to memory at all? Uh, so I've just been watching the same TV show on Netflix, uh, The Tales of the City, um, I also just found out that the original Tales of the City is now on Netflix, so oh. that's going to be fun. Uh, I've just been continuing watching the thing. Um, I also put on the Facebook page that we we are getting a new Charlie's Angels movie. Oh, my. So Let's save fun. that for trailer talk. Yeah. But I don't have much to say about it. No. All right. All right. That's it. Cool. Let's go. I watched two episodes of Chernobyl, episodes oh, two and three. Nice. Still fucked up what radiation does to you, am I right? Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I don't want any of that. No. Um, but yeah, the Russian government sucks for hiding that. <laughs> for many trying reasons. Trying to hide that. <laughs> but yeah. I'm glad that it got out when it did because if it didn't, they would probably be like, what? What reactor? What are you talking yeah, about? Seriously. Just don't go over there. What are you talking about? It's always been radiated. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like this when we got here. Uh, but yeah, that was the gist of it. It's just like one or two characters that you can get behind and you're like, and yeah, everybody else dies. find the truth. And everyone else is just like, bury this. Yeah. We don't want I, I even like the, uh, <laughs> the uh, there was a Facebook meme and it was uh, people reacting to Chernobyl. It's like, I can't believe the government hid this from everyone all this time. And then it's the, <laughs> the, the meme of the monkey giving the side eye yeah. and it's the U.S. government. It's like, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all governments lie. Seriously, right. it's terrible. I went over to my parents' house and sat down on the couch with my mom and we watched a great uh, family movie called uh, Equalizer 2 with Denzel Washington. <laughs> Good old family movie. My mom loves a revenge movie. Uh, she loves Taken for some reason. Oh, wow, really? I guess it's the maternal instincts in her. It's like, if that was my kid, I'd fuck everything <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. Know? Come on, Thea, let's so, do it. So uh, Equalizer's in the same vein where it's like, you know, a special ops guy who does justice to bad guys with his yeah. skills and Fuck stuff. bad guys. So, uh, yeah, we were watching that and Denzel's being Denzel in it and just rocking the shit. Um, I'll say that it wasn't as good as the first one, uh, for sure. But the second one, 
Uh, it's kind of unnecessary, and <laughs> they should have done better with the writing, but Denzel did a good enough job to carry the movie on as well. Cool. Uh, I also watched this comedian's special on HBO, and it's not a, a stand-up special. It's just like this thing where he went to his hometown and interviewed his parents and his family because his dad like cheated on his mom and had kids with other families and like it was just him like just talking to his family about how it affected it and stuff interesting um yeah it was all right it wasn't anything crazy a little self-indulgent if you ask me but uh (laughs) oh you and your problems huh we get it everyone's got them uh but yeah, everyone's got I like problems. His, I like his comedy. It's it's good. He's real funny. That was uh, Sermon on the Mount. If anyone's interested um, gotcha. in people having affairs, mm-hmm. yeah, people have affairs all the yeah. time. Yeah, the most frustrating part about that was that his family is is a church going family. Yeah. So there's like a pastor or like a reverend in that movie, and he's like, "You have to forgive your husband because he was saved," and blah blah blah, and it's like, God doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost half our listeners. <laughs> just kidding. Probably uh, not. Only one. <laughs> it's 2019. All right. Uh, let's move on to trailers, shall we? Yes, please. Cool. Okay. All right. So let's talk about Charlie's Angels first since we, uh, uh, I guess that was extracurricular. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So Charlie's Angels, uh, I didn't see this as a movie. I saw it or like as a beginning, as a trailer from a movie. I, it was literally on Facebook. Elizabeth Banks was just like, hey, watch this trailer. And I was like, all right, sure. Why not? And you thought it was Power Rangers 2. And then you were like, damn it. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, but. Yes. Uh, so it, it stars Naomi Scott, Elizabeth Banks, Kristen Stewart, and Ella Belinska. Uh, uh-huh. So they're like the main team. So uh, Elizabeth Ban- Banks is Bosley. Yeah. So like this was the character. Is Patrick Stewart Charlie? Patrick Stewart is Charlie. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is really cool. Cause yeah. Patrick Stewart. No, no, no. It, do- it says on uh, Charlie's Angels IMDb that Patrick Stewart was the original Bosley. So I guess Bosley is a name that's just passed down. Yeah, it's like a James Bond, yeah. maybe. Uh, so hey, that's a thing. Um, cool. So we don't even know who Charlie is. So we're not supposed better. to. That's why yeah, I was exactly. Like, yeah, that's, that's why I cool. thought that it would be weird or like um, different that they would show you who Charlie is yeah. in this one. So but if I mean, it's Patrick Stewart. I'm not mad. We saw we saw some stunts. We saw some action. It's very much not like the original. What they're 2000s. not? They're not you're driving motorcycles they're off not, cliffs while explosions happen all around. They're not flying them. in the air and doing ridiculous things. They're actually doing like legit fight sequences and stunts and shit. So mm. I kind of feel like that's cool, but at the same time, eh. <laughs> it's I mean whatever it's Charlie's Angels it's gonna be pretty it's I mean, yeah. obviously it's gonna be very empowering for women which is great um I don't know why I'm so like I, I'm no it's like I, I don't have any strong feelings for it either way but for whatever reason just I'm I'm leaning more towards Aunt because of Kristen Stewart yeah it, it, it seems like she was miscast yeah hard like just a little bit I mean like She's great as who she is and whatever she's been doing, whatever, it's fine. But specifically in this role, I'm just like, eh, really? Yeah. But uh It's it's <clears> weird <throat> to see her as like sexy spy, kick ass spy yeah. role. You know, it's it's not something that Kristen Stewart looks like she's physically capable yeah. of doing. I mean, but I mean they've done that before, like a lot of times, even like with Salt of Angelina Jolie, we were just like, What? Yeah, but, she's a twig. Uh yeah. But, but but I but I was pleasantly surprised with that movie. Uh, so maybe I'll be pres- pleasantly su- surprised with her. Maybe. Uh, I I really maybe. love in, in in the actual movie. I loved um, Naomi Scott, her character. She's a hacker. She's like a hacker, and she's like a fun like 
See, and she's she she kind of like she's just pulled into this world. She's not like an angel yet. Like she's like the new yeah. one. So like her reaction to everything is kind of funny. I thought. Uh, and then you have um, which one? Ella Belinska, who's like she's like the HBIC. Like she knows what she's doing and she's been doing it for years. So like her um, confidence comes out, and I like that. I feel like they should have switched Naomi Scott and Kristen Stewart's casting. I think that, that seems that, like more that could fits have been, more. Yeah, I think it could have been a little bit better. But she's uh, definitely more of a hacker type. Yeah, Kristen Stewart. I could buy that more. But anyway, whatever. We'll see what happens. Whatever. Uh, you, uh, Char- <laughs> Charlie's Angels. It comes out November fifteenth. Yes, just in time for my birthday. So we'll go see it for George's birthday. Everyone's invited. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, what did we see um, before this movie? I so I saw. I got to the movies a little bit earlier, and I actually saw a. A preview for a TV show that's coming out on Epics. Oh, which Epics! Epics, if if nobody, if you don't know, is Channel Thirty One. Oh, <laughs> um, very nice. Uh, it's it's a channel that I thought like didn't create new content. Every channel is trying to do it now. Yeah, but like this is doing it. But the kind of content that they're coming out with, I think, is really interesting. This show is called Pennyworth. Oh, this is Alfred's story. Yeah, I've, I've and seen, it's the I've introduction seen. between. Um, Thomas Wayne, Thomas and, Wayne, and Alfred, Alfred Pennyworth, yeah. and their relationship, and they're both young men, and it's basically it's kind of like a uh, a Green Hornet scenario. It's like Listen. you got the rich guy, and then you got the guy who's good at martial arts, and the guy who's good at martial arts is Alfred Pennyworth, yeah. and he's fucking people up and shooting people and stuff. And I was just like, what? But at the same time, I was like, this kind of looks cool. All right, so I think Batman is such a great character and such a and such an impactful character in our culture and for DC. That they're just like they're just just trying to squeeze yeah. every drop out of yeah. them and just trying to make everything a side story and a series or a movie, but they're not doing Batman right. <laughs> like they're just like focusing on everything instead yeah. of like making Actual a Batman. good Batman movie or a good Batman show. They're just like Gotham. Why? Pennywood. Why? <laughs> like, and then they then we have like the the Gotham Sirens movie coming out mm-hmm. and like. Just like focus on making this right first and build from there. Like I don't know. Like it, it seems like they 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 have this like everyone's gonna watch this if it's related to Batman. Yeah. So let's run with it. And it's and it's and it's true. It's, it's <laughs> but it sucks that it's true. It sucks. But it's true. It sucks because everything that they did have made so far that has been had to do with either Gotham or Batman or even the DC universe in general, all the TV shows and stuff have been pretty successful. All like the Flash universe, the Arrow universe, the Supergirl stuff, all that kind of stuff is popular and people like it and they eat it up and it's a soap opera with superheroes and I kind of hate it, but it's something that people like to watch. So I think, especially with this one, I kind of feel, I really hope anyway, that it goes down a different avenue versus the Arrowverse because I want it to be a little bit more dark. I want it to be a little more gritty. I want it to focus more on the relationship between Alfred and uh, Thomas Wayne. But and then eventually when Bruce is born, you know, we kind of see that relationship between like the surrogate father after he dies. Yeah. Um, and that's hopefully how the series can end. Yeah. Uh, but I really hope they don't try to make this like a 10 season like, thing. Like drag it out. Yeah. Like give me like a perfect three or four seasons and then be done with it. Yeah. Cause after three or four seasons for most shows, you just can't do it anymore. I mean, the benefit from all of these shows is definitely getting these ideas out to the public. Yeah. So when you do see Alfred in a movie kicking ass or, yeah. you know, stitching up Batman, you're not just like, wait, I thought he was just a butler. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, it, no, you ignorant swine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, do not read. 
Uh, now they made it into a TV show, so now you have some idea that he can do all that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. But I do agree. I kind of feel like... They're just they're, doing it. They're doing they're, it to death, they're making know? They're, they're putting him in the back seat when right. he shouldn't be. And we also have Because we have Joker. Yeah. We have Joker coming out. And are, are we even going to see or get mentioned of Batman? I'm, what I'm really scared of is Batman fatigue, because we've yeah. had... How many different Batman in the past 20 years? Lots. Too many. Yeah. For one character? Yeah. It's not James Bond. It's Batman. But they <laughs> treat it like James Bond, yeah. where we have a new one every other month or whatever. Uh, I hope Robert Pattinson does well and doesn't leave after one or two movies yeah. and then we get another person. Whatever. Or even if we do, I hope it's still a continuation of the same story yeah. versus a complete reboot. Yeah. I want someone because we, we we need some Batman continuity. Yeah, I want some. I want a Tom Holland Batman. Yeah, I want someone to be someone Batman. To sign and be like, on yes, you are the one. Stay for, like this for forty years for me, please. Yeah, like, yeah, like an Iron Man and whatever, and right. a, um, a Chris Evans as Captain America, who's been it for like what fifteen years yeah. now. Yeah, like we need someone that will be on it for that long. Right, and it was obviously not Batfleck. Nope. So couldn't cut it. Couldn't cut it. All right, Too what else are we Fleck. talking about? Oh, <laughs> oh fuck you. Uh, um, I saw 21 Bridges again yep. as a preview. Still good. Still good. Still interesting. Looks fun. Yep. Uh, I got a little bit longer of a preview about Chadwick Boseman's character's dad getting killed and, and why he wants to be the cop killer killer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. He, and it you know it looks fun. looks cool. Uh, they did a little bit more uh, explanation on why it's called 21 Bridges and because there's 21 Bridges leading out of Manhattan. Yeah. So they closed down the entire city. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't get in any oh, other. I thought that was the first trailer. He was just like, close all the bridges. And he's like, there's 21 bridges. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. He said the title. He said the title. That's right. Close um, all of them. New York. And then, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it looks good. looks fun. looks yeah. action-y. I'll I take it. I love a good cop movie, especially if it's got a cool gimmick slash premise, which is going to be the cop killer killer thing. And, That's going to be fun. And, and it even looks now like they were set up. Uh, and then, of course, I love the dynamic between the black cop and the black kid, yeah. uh, and it's and, and and especially that line, uh, "You're the first cop that talks before he shoots," and I was just like, "Oh yes, get yeah. it. Play on that some more." Yeah, get uh, it. <laughs> yeah, girl. Um, yeah, yeah. Cool. What, what uh, else to get? We got a new Hobbs and Shaw trailer. Ugh, yes, we did. You're more excited now, right? No, I'm not. It. They, <clears throat> I hate this movie. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I didn't see it. I was getting popcorn. Okay. What good. did I miss? Um. You got just more storyline. You got more of the same bad jokes. You got... Uh, Did The Rock hold more things there's, together? There's like... With his arms? Yes. There's, there was a different attitude, I think, to this trailer. It wasn't so much more campy. Like, they were trying to highlight all, like, the serious action points of it. It and, didn't work? I mean, for me, it didn't. Just because <laughs> I know this movie's going to suck. Yeah. Uh, for other people... I mean, for the guy that next to me <laughs> who said, I want to see this movie right after the trailer ended... Yeah, for him, sure. He he's excited for it. For me, no, because I don't care. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I'm I'm losing faith in The Rock more and more every day. Not as a person, but he's, just as a he's movie. He's doing. I feel like he's star. just he's doing the easy stuff. Yeah. He's doing stuff where he relies on his being a huge Hulk. He relies on being be all the, his muscles. He relies on him being Samoan or whatever. He's definitely Great. like the Arnold Schwarzenegger or the like Sly or yeah. the Steven Seagal of our time, right? Yeah. Or like, oh, absolutely. Of this time. He just he basically says yes to any big brawlic right. part, and he does it full be, on, and because that's what he can. Yeah. yeah he's just huge. He's just and a huge guy, yeah. and he will do it for monies. Yeah. Uh, also saw a trailer for Blinded by the Light, the Bruce Springsteen movie. Blinded by the, I didn't see that one. Still haven't. Like no, I've seen it. Oh, I just not for oh. this movie. Yeah, I want to see this movie. Yeah. It looks like what yesterday could have been. Should have been. Could have been, should have been. 
Yeah, looks a lot better. Yeah, uh, a more believable premise. Yesterday. Immigrant story, all yeah. that fun which stuff. Is, which is also about. another thing that hits home. I think is is really fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go to my parents and just be like, "I'm not betraying us by listening to Bruce Springsteen." They're gonna be like, like, "Huh?" (laughs) Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yep. Yep. Same trailer. Good, right? Same trailer. Same trailer. Same trailer. Um, Still looks good. I stopped paying attention to this trailer. (laughs) You hate Quentin Tarantino and all he stands for, so yes, I get it. But I don't. I love his films, and uh, I think I'll love this one. Hopefully, if it's good. And then we got Jumanji, the sequel. What? Yeah, I didn't see that. I'm sure it's got a subtitle, but it's Jumanji. Cool. Um, do you? Wanna... I heard the first one was really funny. I didn't watch it, but Which it was it was a real success. Like yeah. people, everyone went to go see it. Yeah. So it was like the number one movie in the world for some time yeah. when it came out. So I I, I actually me. I stopped or I like I didn't want to watch it simply because I didn't think it was going to be good. But then I heard it was really good, so I do kind of want to watch it now. I think Maybe. it's on HBO. Right we should now, we should so. watch it and and talk about it next week right. or the week after whenever right. we get to watch it. Sounds good. Uh, do you want to know what happens in this trailer? Nope. All right. Fine. <laughs> fine. You're not missing much. But good. It's fine. It is fine. All right. Let's talk about what we came to talk about. Oh, I got more. Oh, you got more. Yeah. Tell me about them. I got Midway. What's Midway? So Midway is the story of the Battle of Midway, uh, which happened right after the bombing at Pearl Harbor. Oh. So it's a, a it's a, it's a, a, a period movie. piece war movie, uh, and for whatever reason I don't know I kind of feel like I don't know the people were trying to make it more serious than it was. I understand that Pearl Harbor was obviously like the kickoff to a giant war. Like yeah. obviously we killed a whole bunch of people by dropping bombs. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they like in this movie specifically. Like I, I honestly think that the word like the actual dialogue was. Um, if we don't do this, the world's over or something like that. Uh-huh. And I was just like, that's if we don't do what? If like we don't defend or fight midway or whatever. Oh. Like if we don't basically if this movie doesn't exist, we will lose the world. I think it's because And I was and I and who who said it? Uh, uh Patrick Wilson, I think his character said it. I don't know who Ed Oh, Wilson Patrick was. Wilson's in this? Yeah. Luke Evans is in it, Patrick Wilson, Mandy Moore, Woody Harrelson, uh Dennis Quaid, Darren Chris, and Nick Jonas. Most... Uh, what? Yeah. Oh Jesus! So like they've got a whole bunch of people in this movie, and for me, I was I was watching it and I was just like, okay, like you know, another war movie. It's like obviously I think I know what's happening. It's around Pearl Harbor. It's great. It's cool. And then like they like for whatever reason, the writing just kind of got me, and I was like, these people are just like it does. It sounds weird. Like obviously, if they treated this like any other war movie, and they were just like, you know, we were hit hard. We need to retaliate. And if we focus on that, then sure, that'd be fine. But simply because we're basically taking it from this ship's perspective, it was weird. It was just like this is the end of our civilized civilization as a no. And I was like, I think what? I think war movies are getting tougher to do because, like, we're we're reaching a point where globalization is like just increasing by the day because of the internet and stuff. Yeah. So it's really hard to be patriotic when you watch a war movie yeah. these days. That and <clears throat> happy July Fourth, everybody! Happy July Fourth! God <laughs> bless America! Uh, we did nothing wrong ever. I think that the the best war movies have kind of already been done, and unless you have a movie that takes place either during a war and ha- offers a different perspective, yeah. just like off the top of my head, like *Inglorious Bastards* takes place during World War II, but it's not about World War II. Yeah. Then you well, can get behind it. They also took some liberties on oh, historical. Oh yeah, action. but that's what where the entertainment value comes from. You don't want to see another Saving Private Ryan because you know what's what going to happen. <laughs> like you know, there's war, and then there's more war, and then they're out of the war. You know what I kind of want to see? I would love so. I would love to actually see an American-made movie about the war, but uh, but about 
the people who lose. About the people who lose. Yeah. So like yeah. if we if we had an American movie about Pearl Harbor, but from the Japanese perspective, I think that would I think go over a little bit well or a little bit better than America is great. America wins all the time. If we saw the result of that war and we saw how many people died and the struggle for them trying to get back and the radiation and stuff after that, fifty years later. I think that would hit us even more. I'm sure that exists as a Japanese movie, but to but, be but made in America, exactly, it would be yeah. it'd be tough to watch. But. And even I mean, there's a couple. There've been there's been a couple of movies now about the war in Iran and the war in Iraq, uh, the war in Afghanistan, stuff like that. Even the war on drugs here in the United States. Yeah. They, they've been trying to humanize the part of the war that you know, quote unquote, lost. Yeah. Uh, and trying to do that, I think, gives us a, du- a new perspective. And I kind of think that's what they need to do with war movies now. They, yeah. they can't just focus on America's great because we all know America sucks. <laughs> so we need to get both sides. And I think we need to make that decision for ourselves. Instead of being told, we need to make that decision for ourselves. Yeah. To be fair, a lot of countries suck. Like politically. Corrupt, yeah. Yeah. Cor- yeah. Well, in terms, you right. In terms of corruption. You're right. That's true. We are still technically like pretty lucky to be here. Yeah, I know. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. <laughs> God bless America. We did nothing wrong. Okay, uh, spies in disguise. <laughs> Will on. Smith, Tom Holland, uh, pigeons. I, we, we got it. We got a bigger. We got a longer um, preview for for this movie. I didn't see it. I saw it. It was actually kind of cute. It looked really funny. Um, so wait, let me just refresh myself. Don't yeah. tell me. Okay. Will Smith is a spy. Yeah. Tom Holland is a kid. Yeah. He turns Will Smith into a pigeon. Yeah. And they have to fight crime? Solve a murder? <laughs> Stop a nuke. <laughs> All of the above. What do they do in this movie? Uh, so that is... I'm not sure. <laughs> so basically, so the reason why he gets turned into a pigeon is because it, it technically it's by accident. Uh-huh. Uh, so Tom Holland is a science tech guru. Dexter's that lab. He, he works for the government for this spy agency. Oh, he's not a kid kid. Well, he's a kid, but he's oh. a genius kid. Okay. So he makes this... Um, oh, he's like the gadget guy for yeah, James he's, Bond. exactly. Okay. So he makes this uh, uh, little concoction that can basically mix a human's DNA with somebody else's, and his pet pigeon accidentally molts into the, the thing, and then Will Smith's character accidentally drinks it because he offers him a drink, and he just takes it out of his hand because he's a spy. He, doesn't, he, he thinks that he's the best at everything. So he drinks it, he gets turned into a pigeon, and then he's just like, whatever the kid's name, he's like, you have to turn me back. And he's like, well, you just drank all of it, so now I need to start from scratch. So you need to gather all the materials. I need to, to make gather. That thing? All, yeah, I okay. need to. I need to reverse this, but I don't know how. Is basically what he's saying. Oh. So that's the premise of the movie. Okay. And like the jokes between Tom Holland and and Will Smith, I think is funny, because <laughs> like Tom Holland's obviously like this little like he's supposed to be I think like fourteen, fifteen, and he's just like a young kid, and obviously this Will Smith character is like this older, amazing spy. So he's like very nervous around him. But then eventually they, they get a report. And one of the points that I think it was one of the parts of the preview that I thought was really funny was as a pigeon. <laughs> Will Smith is like like his ruffles his feathers and he's like walking towards Tom Holland's character like really like strongly and angrily and he's like you better turn me back and then he's just and then he pulls back and all his feathers come down and he's like you know what I'm really sorry I'm trying to work on my anger issues like, I didn't mean to do that and just the way that Will Smith does that I thought was really funny uh, and then like you see the fear in the kid's face and then he's just like oh I'm sorry <laughs> it was, I don't know I thought it was funny yeah it's gonna, puff up. I feel like it's gonna be a fun kids movie all I think right. people will watch it uh, we'll find out eventually uh, Spies in I don't know when it comes out but uh, I'll look it up. For Sounds you. like a late summer movie, or is it coming out for Christmas? Uh, and then I saw uh, the Terminator again. Oh uh, yeah, comes out December twenty fifth. Spies in Disguise. Wow. For Christmas. Christmas. Happy Christmas. Uh, and then finally, the last one I saw was The Goldfinch. 
What's the goldfinch about, David? So, a boy in New York is taken in by a wealthy Upper East Side family after his mother is killed in a bombing at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Fuck. Yeah. So it is... Is this a real story? <laughs> Was uh, the museum bombed? I don't think so. Oh, thank God. But it's also a period piece. It's set in the... 60s? They bombed the museum in the 60s? Uh, it doesn't say when it's when it's set. But it's an older movie... Or it's set in an older time. Um, and uh, so there's this whole thing between him and his mom and this this kid. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, this kid grows up in this household and he's always like, he's trying to find another mother figure basically because his mom died so young and he tries to find it in his therapist. He tries to find it in the with people that he lived with. Uh, and the, the one painting that his mom loved so much, which is why the reason why they went to the Met was called The Goldfinch. Oh. So then it, that's why the movie's called The Goldfinch because he has flashbacks about the bombing and about her dying and stuff like that. Um, and it, it stars, what's his name? Ansel Elgort. He's, Ansel. he's the guy. Ansel. Ansel Elgort. That's the guy from Baby Driver? Yes. Okay. He's What is he in this? He's the main character. He's the kid. He's the kid? Well, there's another actor who plays the kid, and then he, he grows up. He grows up. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. All right. All right, that's it. Cool. Let's get, talk about some Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Gonna talk about Spider-Man. Yeah. Spins a whip with his butt. Takes Gonna a vacation all the way to Rome, I guess. Look out. Here comes Mysterio. Yep. All right. Well, I'll have I'll 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 have to say that uh, this movie was great. The end. <laughs> um, I have to say this I have movie to say is this great. movie is great. Uh, it was good. It was good, right? What'd you think? If this movie was a donut, what kind of a donut would it be? Oh, this movie would be like a glazed donut with like vanilla and chocolate swirl frosting with chocolate sprinkles on top with a little bit of like whipped cream on it damn you don't even put whipped cream on donuts i know that's, that's a good that, donut that's how good this movie that was, was a good donut uh this movie this movie for me honestly went on a little long it was long but i thought it was still good yeah it it, it did a good enough job at giving us the story that we wanted without Spoiling it, I yeah. I was completely surprised by how this movie went. Yeah, I didn't know that because also I try to not see trailers in general. But even the trailers, I think, didn't point to anything that was happening. Yeah, and everything that happened that was a surprise was a surprise. I envied anyone that didn't know Mysterio's background because it might have been like a really good twist if you yeah. hadn't known. But like you know, you and I were both watching the movie we're waiting like, for he's the, the, he's the reveal. Bad guy. He's the yeah. bad guy. He's the yeah. bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and. Just how, and his how is he the bad guy? So his motivations were what we and thought they were going to be. The motivation. Right? So so how he became a villain was completely different from what we've ever seen, yes. which I thought was fantastic. Yes. Um, but we all we, we knew he was going to be. Okay, a bad so guy. I I loved everything about this movie. The nitpicky thing I have to say is that everything comes from Stark in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Yeah. And I know that that Marvel has sort of earned this. Uh, quick storytelling. It's, it's been ten years. <laughs> it's been ten years. Everything can't just come from Tony Stark. All right, especially now that he's dead. Yeah, we got to find well, new a, stuff. A, a quote unquote five years later. Yeah, we've got to find new stuff. We've got to find different avenues yeah. that that. And I the think MCU... I think that this movie might have, hopefully, anyway, will be one of the last movies that does this. Yeah, because I think in the future, especially since it's the post credit scene, yeah, we're gonna be going down a new avenue. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna shift a little bit. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a whole bunch of nods to, to Tony, which there were so many in this movie. Um, but I think that the actual like villains are going to come from someplace else now. Yeah. Um, instead yeah, of instead of harping on this, 
evil Tony Stark guy. Yeah. Um, but the tech that they created and the flashback that, that was, they did all right, so was the, perfect. So the Mysterio <laughs> effects, how they brought Mysterio into the into the modern age was Thrones. fucking fucking mm, fucking cherry on top. Mm, so good, <laughs> so good. Drones that cast images ridiculously, ridiculously and convincing holograms, holograms, but also cause actual damage. Yeah, and. Just like I was, I was just racking my brain. That was what I was confused about before going into this movie. Is how would they make it so that Real. Mysterio's backstory jives with the MCU? Yeah. And it was just drones in a satellite <laughs> that come down and make these huge monsters that he fights. And then, like the fact that he's not even really there, he's in, like in this mocap suit, yeah. and the globe head thing is because like he's wearing like this like hologram globe globe head control thing it was just like just yes like the tech it always comic book tech and comic book explanations always do like enough where they can put quantum in front of something and you'll be like oh okay (laughs) they did that flawlessly in this movie and they did that and they brought one of the harder villains to bring to life to life and that's what Marvel always does best is they always take their B list characters and make them A characters yeah. which is why we all love Iron Man now yeah. you know and 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 Jake Gyllenhaal did a really great yeah. job of being Mysterio he was like an actor within an actor yeah. in yeah. this movie and and you could see him becoming more and more unhinged yeah. as he was like thanking everyone uh, at, during that bar scene and yeah. revealing everything and then which was a great i think like villain monologue scene for sure and he i didn't think and they did it very well because every time that they did it they did that flashback to the iron man one and yeah. two yeah which they they went all was, the way back it was amazing yeah. and then they brought it all the way back to now that was a little i don't know if they were going for it to be a little funny but it was a no it was, I, it was I, definitely I, I thought like, they did like to see jake gyllenhaal in the background just yeah like, hmm. he always here this entire time yeah <laughs> uh but but yeah just like Everyone remembers that scene in Civil War where Tony is doing the thing with the hologram yeah. to, and then he like they go through the whole thing my where he calls it bar my for whatever yeah. therapy session, yeah, and it's just like it was my life's work and yeah. he called it fart, yeah, barf, <laughs> barf, barf, yeah, barf, fart, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh man, I was I was also worried about it not being in New York and being mm-hmm. like you know Everywhere somewhere else, else, but but far that, from home. But they they. Did that they executed that perfectly with yeah. like the night monkey stuff and like <laughs> it's like a rip off of Spider-Man. Um, I I didn't like Nick Fury's character throughout the movie, and you don't get the reveal until, until the, the post-credit yeah. scene, which was a little. I guess Marvel's just like we got you, we know you're sticking around, yeah. so we can definitely put this all the way at the yeah. end. But it was bothering me throughout the entire movie and. Even at the end of the movie and after the first credit scene, I was like, oh, did Sam Jackson just give up? That's really sad. I really, I'm really like disappointed. I didn't think that he would ever get tired of playing Nick Fury, but it wasn't the case. It was just that he was a scroll the entire time. What? (laughs) What are you doing, Marvel? Uh, And I, I love that though, because like I said, that opens up the avenues to having so much more happen in this universe. Like, uh, what's his name? Um, Nick Fury is on a fucking spaceship in who knows where space. Doing God knows doing, what. Doing who knows what with the, the scroll. What do you think he is doing? I think he's looking for more heroes, right? I more th- Avengers? I think he's looking for 
not so much more Avengers, but just more aliens, more different ways to protect the Earth from other bad guys. Mm -hmm. So now that we know what the scroll, who the scroll are, and why that they're in the universe, and uh, since Captain Marvel sent what's his name back to his homeland, whatever, we know that there's going to be some sort of conflict. They're they're going to try to mount an attack against Captain Marvel. So we need to prepare because when that happens, it's going to be a full all-out war. Yeah. With, it's, it's not even going to be a war on Earth. It's going to be a space war. Space wars. So like we're he, I think he's he's thinking into the future and he's, he's trying to prepare, not only all the other Avengers to come into space to fight with Captain Marvel, but to try to find other heroes to get on our side. Yeah. Um, what did you think of? I mean, Tom Holland rocked it, right? He was. Uh, he did a really good job. Uh, he was. As per he usual. was. He was Peter Parker-y enough as Peter Parker. I thought yeah. MJ did a great job too. She was. Yeah. She was the fun, quirky, smart. I figured it out. We got a. Uh, yeah, we got a a glimpse as to. I guess she has like a rough home life. Yeah. Because she revealed that she's not so lucky when it comes to loving other people or forming bonds with them. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> a more fleshed out character overall. Yeah. And yeah, I think all, all of them were like all yeah. the, all the kids on on the bus or on, yeah. on the trip. I think were a little bit fleshed out. They all ha- had their little moments to shine. Right. Uh, I loved the, the little uh, boyfriend girlfriend. Babe, With hey, Ned. babe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> and at they the end up. they break up. I thought that was just hilarious. amicably, yeah. and they're just like, we learned from this, yeah. and we'll never. It was so cute, and yeah. uh, so all the human characters I think were good enough. Even even Maria and uh, Nick Fury, we kind of got them, but then we figured out they're not really them. Yeah. Um, but but also seeing the villain side, so yeah. like. He thinks he's justified in doing all of this, obviously, and you kind of have to agree with him. Like, yeah. not to the scale, maybe. He doesn't, like, obviously he wants to kill people, and, like, that's not cool. But just the way that he comes about it and thinking about how, you know, Iron Man was this stupid drunk. Like, he, it wasn't until, like, the last 10 years of his life that he actually turned his ways around. So I'm not going to look at that. I'm just going to focus on how he was a douche the, for the majority of right. his life. And I'm gonna fight that image of him in my head. Yeah. And it worked. And yeah. uh, his his illusion tech or his his um, freaking hologram stuff was fucking amazing. It was so. <laughs> they did that great. So the the fight scene with between him and Spider Man like in his regular outfit was ridiculously Wait, you're awesome. You're talking about the the when he gets before he gets hit by the train. Oh my lord! That was the best scene of the movie. Yeah. Obviously, it was so good. And it was just it was. Dude, everything, every all of the hallucinations yeah. he saw, or all the holograms he saw, and like the the Tony Stark tombstone, mm-hmm. Iron Man coming out of it, yeah. and like having a skull on the inside of his mask. Um, they kept the Mysterio voice, which is I what I'm so thankful yeah. for. That like the dark, uh, that gravelly, like auto tuned, yeah. fucking weird, like god like voice. Yeah. They kept that. Like what you saw, like whenever he got angry and he yeah. raised his voice, it would just like do that thing, and it was fucking ripped right out of the comics. He went into the snow globe, and then the snow globe became Mysterio. Yeah, man. It and was then, it was like even, ripped from the comic panels, and then, like, and then even the uh, uh, the fake out when he gets quote unquote shot, and then he comes right back. Oh my god, that was so good. yeah, yeah. Spider Tingle. No, uh, Spider Tingle. No, Peter, Spider, no, Peter, Peter Tingle. Peter Tingle. Yeah, Peter Tingle. <laughs> And that was another great part of this movie was that we're going on a journey with Spider-Man. He doesn't even have his spider sense developed yeah. all the way yet. So, but then and, then, and the way that he learns, or like the way he uses it at that last fight scene, was also beautiful. Yes, it wasn't. Even, it didn't even just look beautiful, but the choreography, the was whole, gorgeous. the whole end scene where he was just destroying drones left yeah. and right and just finding different ways to do it. It was oh so my good. Lord. It was so 
like he was throwing, imaginative. Yeah, just throwing drones was, into drones, so making cool. webs in places and, and, you don't I, even I, think. I, he made like a net. The, one of the things that I loved the best was that he he put a a, a string in between the two things, and then he went all the way around and it, then bounced and off come of it, up, yeah. and back down. I was just like, who thought yeah, of this? Yeah. This was so cool. Yeah, I feel like they actually got comic book fans to you know like draw choreograph and, and, and everything yeah. yeah and they were just like we have to put this in the movie yeah. and they finally they did, listened they to did it. such a good job yeah. it, and it job. was and it was like the it was like you said ripped from the comics it was so spider-man yeah. it was so and I, I even loved that he even designed his own suit like tony did for this specific, and you saw the mo- moment where happy yeah. was just like oh like and he put like, his he put his hand through the uh the, the yeah. hologram thing like tony did i was like oh yeah so yeah i love that zeppelin yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, there, there were just little moments where I was like, "That's you're overdoing it." Like putting on ACDC, yeah. I was like, "All right, we get it." <laughs> Tony Stark is, is still here, I guess. I don't know, we get it. But but it it like it wasn't ever enough to yeah. be like to to push you over. No, edge, yeah. To be like this. I thought is I thought corny, it was I thought it was good enough mentioning it because you know, I mean part of the whole movie was him trying to reconcile that he's gone yeah. and trying to not not be the next Tony, but to accept that he was given this gift by Tony Edith. Yeah. Even dead, I'm the hero. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. I also think their transition from such a huge movie like uh, Endgame, Endgame to another isolated incident with one hero yeah. was flawless. They opened the movie with a school-made, like, in-memoriam yeah. video that's just playing Whitney Houston and showing all the heroes <laughs> they lost. Like, oh, and, and it's just so like funny. a student report. Like, yeah. it's just like the kids put that together. Yeah. Like, that's it's like not the, meant to make fun of it. It's just like, <laughs> and they had the Getty Images logo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. It, I thought that was super cute. It's just like Marvel knows how to just like bring you down and bring it back yeah. up and all the right beats. And yeah. they just did it again. The motherfuckers they did it again. <laughs> Damn you, Disney. I was I was a little sad to see that Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't survive this. That he's not going to be so, Mysterio. So I don't think he. So he technically didn't survive this, but I definitely think he's going to come back. Not well, Mysterio. Yeah. Not not uh, Quentin Beck. Or do you think? Well, Quentin no, Beck no, is Quentin, no. Back? Quentin Beck is dead. Yeah. But Jake Gyllenhaal can still come back through the the Vision technology. I think. Cause he, oh, you cause think they're going to make him a hologram? Yeah, absolutely. Like, they're going to fuck with Spider-Man. They're definitely going to fuck with Spider-Man and be like, yeah. he's back and it's not going to be him or something like that. Oh, man. Do you think that they're going to find some alien Infinity Stone tech to make holograms like real, real? And then it's just going to be him and he's going to be like, I killed you. And then he's like, this isn't real. And then he like hits him, hits him or he like, like catches a punch. Real, and yeah. he's just like, it's me, motherfucker. And I have real powers now. Pew, 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 pew. pew, pew, pew. No, I don't think Mr. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh-huh. I don't think they'll go that far. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I do think that he could not him like even the guy like at the end he took the hard drive out of the thing and ran away yeah. they never caught him he's going to be the next mysterio he's yeah. going to be the one that set up everything else yeah. i think um i thought he was going to be part of the sinister six all Jay, right we're going to talk about it Jay i know jonah james they could not replace him dailybugle.net they could not <laughs> replace him all right so i wa- i was confused and a little upset that he put him on blast like that yeah the intro to JJ in this universe is we finally get J.K. Simmons. He's back. He he's fucking he JJ looks, again. Looks better than ever. Looks better than ever. <laughs> he's got a receding hairline. It's great. Same voice. But he's same everything. Yeah, he's, same attitude. All of it. He is J. Jonah Jameson. So Dinson. he's playing this Alex Jones like character who's going to be this conspiracy nut. Yeah, I guess kinda. that's what they're going for. And well, it's all right, not really, so it's not really a conspiracy nut. He there's a it's a video. Like, no, but he trusts the video. Right, but like it's like 
it's the same kind of background, the same setup as bit, as yeah. like that's what I thought. That's what I got from yeah. it. That that he's not going to be Daily Bugle um, respected Daily newspaper. Bugle. Yeah, it's it's going to be when like was this. Daily Bugle a respected newspaper. In that universe, it is. It's one of the big ones with Daily News and New York Post and all of them. The Daily Bugle is not real, but yeah. it's like in the MCU, it, <laughs> it was be. right. But in this, it's dailybugle.net. Yeah. So it's going to be like this rinky dink online community that's like going to be full of conspiracy nuts. And that's why it's it's interesting to see JJ take that route because it'll be, he'll be, uh, he'll split a lot of people. Like yeah. a lot of people will be like, this guy's always been a nut. Yeah. He's making this up or like that's not real because Mysterio was a proven villain mm-hmm. and that why would they just pin it on this kid and then the other half's going to be like yeah that is spider-man yeah. but the whole revealing his identity to the world yeah i don't know where they're going to go from here but i'm sure i'm going to be pleasantly surprised <laughs> but for now i'm genuinely confused yeah. and hope that they they have a really good plan well i think well i mean we were we were kind of confused even when Tony Stark admitted at the end of his movie that he was Iron Man. But Iron Man has been open about his identity. Even like like in the comics Civil War, um, Spider Man reveals himself yeah. in a press conference. Yeah. But it's a bigger moment because everyone didn't know, yeah. especially JJ, and he has like one of the weird like the most shocked uh, mm-hmm. uh, reactions. And even to even it. in this movie, or even in, in Civil War, was did Aunt May know that he was Spider Man at that point? No, at, at the end of. Um, of homecoming, uh, it's like a. It's not a. It might no, have been no, in, the post credit scene in the or, comic book universe. Oh, did Aunt May know that Spider Man was Peter Parker after their reveal? I don't think so. Because in this that. movie, oh, she knows. Obviously, she yeah. knows. She and uh, Happy have a she thing. She Happy, <laughs> and they they're not on the same page about no. it. Um, uh, but for yeah, but for for him to tell Peter Parker is Spider Man to the entire well not to the internet, it's which the is internet. basically the world. Yeah, uh, that's gonna change. Everything. Yeah. He's no longer going to be able to be a student. It's going to take a lot of the Spider-Man tropes and dynamic yeah. away, away from the character. Yeah. He's going to have to be a full... And that's what worries He's going to have to be a full-time hero. He's going right. to have to have Edith. He's going to have to go with Happy. He's going to have to go to Iron Man's home and have an underground Spider-Man bunker. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's going to have to invite uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield to come help that's, out. That's the only... <laughs> like, that's the only, um, I guess, sort of solid... Uh, hypothesis I yeah. have is that now that JJ is the same actor that <laughs> I can totally see Tobey Maguire coming into the picture yeah. and being like oh you have this asshole in your world too <laughs> and then they'll have a laugh about it but Andrew Garfield never got one so like whatever <laughs> he'll be like hey guys include like, me hey guys, please I, I, I exist too Emma Stone was in mine <laughs> she died she died she got cracked it was my fault but then you could also even bring in a squ- spider Gwen, and it could even have Emma Stone play her. Holy shit! And it could be like, holy I'm shit! Throw up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think too much. I know. I kind of think much that, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I, don't know, cool. I don't know. I don't. And then, but I don't know what they would do with MJ and MJ, because oh. I I want I want original OG MJ back. Oh, you want Kirsten Dunst? Yes, I love Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. MJ. Dunst? She was my fave. Eh, she was like. Yeah, anyway. She was I like, whatever. She was. I mean, I like this MJ better. Yeah, I like but I, her too. I, but I that she was really good MJ. I thought. Oh, this one's definitely more fleshed out in just two movies, as opposed to <laughs> Kirsten Dunst, who was not very fleshed out for all three movies. She was pretty fleshed out. We got a lot of information. Anyway, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm. I I liked this movie. I thought it was really fun. I like. I said it was a little bit too long, but they put in a good amount of spider stuff in there, and it was really cool too, because like some of the some of the moves that he used were like redone in future battles but in every battle there was something completely new 
which yeah. I thought was really cool. Nothing was like, obviously he's like doing stuff with web slinging because that's all he's got. Yeah. But there was nothing that was like beaten to death. Yeah. Like, and just same thing with even Iron Man and all the other heroes. Like when Iron Man fought uh, Thanos for the first time, like we brought out like the big gun, the the two handed gun and the, and the knife and stuff. Like yeah. we got new stuff. And for Spider Man, I think we we got a good a good amount of other. Yeah, we new got stuff. a new suit. We got another new suit. We got two new suits. Yeah. But we got the night monkey suit. Yeah. And then we had the regular Spider-Man suit. We got the iron Spider-Man suit with the, the, the legs. Yeah. And then we got his Spider-Man suit. Which I guess he has to recharge in that box. Remember that? Like when he was packing for the trip and his like yeah, yeah, yeah. suit was like floating in it that, will, cause, that cause I, I, I for, for me anyway, I, I, it was nanotech, right? Yeah. So it, it needs to like have a place to live. It can't just be like on stuff. Cause I thought it just lived in his watch and he's like, boop. And well, he tried like, to do that, but it was just the, the web slingers. Uh-huh, yeah. So, which I thought, like, I kind of thought that he should have, like, an Iron Man thing where he, like, double taps, and then it, like, comes yeah. onto his body. I thought that would be, like, if he did, like, the whole X thing, and then it, like, zoomed onto his body would be great. But it didn't. But we'll yeah. see that. He's got Edith now. Yeah. And he's, he's linked to all of Stark's old tech. So, we're definitely going to see more Iron Spider. How many AIs are they going to introduce? They had, like... Friday. They had Jarvis, Jarvis Friday. Wednesday um, they had for like half a movie. Wednesday? Yeah. What was Wednesday? Wednesday was when... In Homecoming? No. It was Iron Man before before Jarvis. When After he lost Friday, he, he went to Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> and then um, it was whatever um, was in Spidey's suit. Yeah. Uh, he just named it like Karen or something. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's Edith. And now it's Edith. All these AIs are going to get together and just like hey, do gonna, another Ultron. Gonna, I was going to say, we're going to get another Ultron. Yeah. Uh, well... We'll be they'll be ready when the time comes, yep. I guess. I don't know. Alright, what do you give this right. Mirvi? Um Well, how many uh people that know Peter is Spider Man out of ten do you give this? Well, it's everybody now. Billions. Yeah. Billions uh, of people. But for me, I'm gonna give this totally a nine out of ten. Uh I thought it was super fun. It was super funny. It was it had I feel like it was it was a good mix of nostalgia and coming of age and action and um like mystery uh we got a lot of good homage to iron man and and him like learning how to get over him and that scene where him and happy are on the jet and he's just like i miss him and he's like almost starting to cry Uh, i felt it i was just like i miss him too yeah um but then like at the end you get him actually being the hero and him actually uh accepting that fact and kind of forcing himself to yeah um which I thought was great. Uh, like I said, a little bit too long. I kind of like even not even just the fight scenes, but the scenes with the kids. I thought the scenes with him. <laughs> actually, no. I like I liked the scene with him calling the drone on his the friend who took, yeah. who took the picture of him. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, but there were little bits and pieces in it that are kind of were just like this was unnecessary. This was kind of too long. This was you could have yeah. cut this off. But at um, the same time, a lot of quick cuts. I noticed at least in the first like before Mysterio shows up mm-hmm. like when they're just like going from Queens to, to yeah. the vacation it's always like alright kids let's go they're yeah. on the bus yeah. now they're talking now they're on the bus again now they're going over here which so. I thought was good though because we didn't I didn't want them to focus on the travel too much because there's right. not much you can do I want to see Spider-Man be Spider-Man yeah. so that's what they did and I thought that was good yeah. uh, the fight scene with Mysterio was the best part uh, the, 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 the halfway point with the hologram 
With the yeah. hologram and him getting hit by the train, I thought was fantastic. Good um, God, that train nailed it. Yeah, it was going fast. Too. It was going so fast. Uh, and, and even like afterwards, when he found out he was in the Netherlands and he woke up in the the like the the, <laughs> in the, the most in the, polite the jail village ever. <laughs> the, <laughs> the guys wearing his phone. mask. Like, the guards wearing his yeah. mask. He's like, yeah, spider um, monkey. <laughs> uh, it was great. I thought it was really funny. They had they had a lot of fun uh, fun bits in there. Uh, yeah. And then him learning to go through the hologram and, and fight on all the drones. I thought was great. Uh, it was it was really good. Nine out of ten. Definitely yeah. recommend. Go see it in the movies if you can multiple times. Oh, show. Sure. I'm probably gonna go see it again this weekend. Yeah. Yep. How many? How many European European girlfriends out of ten? Oh, because they're bachelors. Or they try to be bachelors. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this movie eight European girlfriends out of ten. Uh, it was on the long side. Not a lot um, to complain about, though. A lot of leaning on Tony Stark as a main, you know, source of the villain and everything. But that's not something we haven't seen before in a Marvel movie. So hopefully they stray away from that in the future movies. But great action, great Spider-Manning, great Peter Parkering, great um, chemistry between him and MJ, and. Like there were a lot of side stories going on with like Happy and MJ mm-hmm. and and um and uh, what's May. his name and yeah and um his friend I forget his name what's his name what's his name what's his name David Ned Ned uh, <laughs> Ned and the teachers yeah. and stuff like you know like JB Smooths uh, yeah. <laughs> like thinking everything's witches it's so great as a science teacher yeah. I gotta say <laughs> there's nothing scientific about this trip. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the ability to Mar- for Marvel to, to bring these B characters to life and do it so well is just always fun to see. And the reason why we keep going back to see movies about people we have never heard of and eating it up. And keep that shit up, Marvel. Because, yeah, you know uh, how to do it. Keep it coming. Very surprised by the post credit scene. The first one, I mean. Very, even more surprised. Yeah. No, no. I was more surprised about the first one. But the second one was also surprising. Yeah. So, I like that they're not... I like the direction that they're going. I like that it's really expanding the universe. Yeah. And they're not... They're no longer afraid to... Not that they ever really were. But now they have super confidence. Let's go to fucking space. And are space. taking huge leaps. And I just... And that's the kind of thing you need when you're bringing a comic book universe into movies you just have to fucking do it but they do it well and that's the difference do it and that's uh that's it that's all i gotta say cool 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 all right everyone that was our review of uh spider-man far from home if you have any questions concerns anything like that you can email us at relatively subjective at gmail.com or you can find us on twitter at relsopod or you can find us on instagram and facebook under relatively subjective and next week we'll have something else for you not sure what though. What's next? Because week? we never know until we look on our phones as we're recording. Uh, so I we guess. got Stuber and we got Crawl coming out <laughs> next week. Oh man! Double and then feature? after after that is Lion King. Oh so. wait, David, have yep. you heard of Midsummer? Midsummer, M I D S O M M A R. Midsummer. It's made by someone that made Hereditary. Apparently, it is horrifying. Let's watch it. I say we watch that. I don't even see it on the list. What here. Is it? Look, it's right here. Oh, that one. Yes. Midsummer. Um, I'm down. Cool. 
All right, let's do that. Danny and Christian are a young American couple with a relationship on the brink of falling apart, but after a family tragedy keeps them together, grieving Danny invites herself to join a Christian and his friends on a trip to a once-in-a-lifetime midsummer festival in a remote Swedish village. What begins as a carefree summer holiday in a land of eternal sunshine takes a sinister turn when the insular villagers invite their guests to partake in festivities that render the pastoral paradise increasingly unnerving and viscerally disturbing. From the visionary mind of Ari Esther comes the dread-soaked cinematic fairy tale where a world of darkness unfolds in broad daylight. Let's do it! Done! All right. See you uh, next week for Mutt's Film. Bye, guys. May all your... All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, may all your homes be far from Spider-Man. Because <laughs> he's a menace. <laughs> may all your spider homes be far from... Right? Man. From man. <laughs> May your spider homes be far from man. Okay, bye. Bye.